Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! So I answered the question, Al, that you, you asked me about... Because it's National Double Cheeseburger Day, am I going to have one? And because of reasons, I may have to abstain. What about you? I'll have a double cheeseburger, but not today. <laughs> why not? You, you why just, today? That guy. No, I won't do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. No, I just are you I, the guy that does Taco Tuesday on Monday? <laughs> I don't think it's like a planned thing. Oh, I, you know what? Today's Nash, uh, Double Cheeseburger Day. I have to go get a double cheeseburger today. So, I, I don't. I don't do that. Well, it's a good excuse to go get one. I mean, maybe you're thinking, yeah, I'll get a, I'll get a salad with some lentils, maybe some nice veggies, <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> today's hey, the healthiest day hey, that I go. You know, uh, national double cheese. Might as well support the country. Get a double cheeseburger. <laughs> Just feels appropriate. I could see you rolling in in and out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, of course. And then not even like making eye contact. Say, uh, you know, they're asking you, what would you like to order, and you're like, don't do that. Do you know what today is? Like, I could see you taking it that serious. Hey, no, he'll take, and she'll take, and they'll take. I'm going to start ordering for everybody. I have an important double cheeseburger question to ask you that's coming up okay. at 11.15, so make sure that you're here for that. But I'm a little preoccupied because Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. But mostly, Matthew Stafford was named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. You saw it. I saw it. Three touchdowns, 321 yards, no picks. Yeah. One sack. Yep. No fumbles. Right. If they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in mm-hmm. week three, mm-hmm. SoFi Stadium, it's going to be in that national TV window, that afternoon window where there's very few games going up against it. The Rams are officially on their way to go win the Super Bowl at 3-0. and That they will have proven to me that they have all the pieces that they need to go win a Super Bowl. I, I know that they got to get some luck along the way. you got to stay healthy yeah. more than anything yeah. else. But that's the one. That's the one to me that sends me – I'm I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I've already kind of moved past Indianapolis on Sunday, and because I'm not on the team, I get to do that. I can overlook people. If they beat Tom Brady and the Bucks, the defending Super Bowl – Tom Brady looked amazing in their opening game. Amazing. If that defense can slow him down, if that offense looks like it looked against the Chicago Bears – I'm telling you right now, you you can start planning the parade. You can start getting ready for a Super Bowl celebration in Los Angeles for the first time in what since the mid '80s when the Raiders won one. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 that good of a team. If they beat that team, you're gonna have to peel me off the ceiling. The hell are you talking about? What was unclear? What are you talking about? What's unclear? You're not gonna crown a Super Bowl champion in Week Three. Watch I don't me. care if it's Tampa. I don't care if it's Tom Brady. You know, it it, it is kind of funny. And you didn't just overlook Week Two. Oh, you already flew. You, this is probably what you're actually telling your team. Don't even fly to Indy. Just stay here at SoFi. We'll take on Tampa Bay for uh, for Week Three. I actually I, I don't care about the Week Two game, which maybe it could be a trap game. I don't think it will be. Rams will take care of business. Trav, what, what I'm most curious to see, and, and this happens so often in the NFL, a team starts 3-0, and and we all start talking about how great they are. Now the Rams, this is this is a real one. This is not, you know, 
It's not uh, Miami started three and zero. It's 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 a real one, but I don't think it matters. I really don't. And I I think even, doesn't matter. No, I don't. And and I think didn't they beat what week was it that they beat uh, Tampa last year? Tampa last season, eight or nine or ten, something okay. like that. What did Tampa look like by the time you got closer to it's the totally postseason? Different. It's a totally different dynamic. It's n- this part of the dynamic is not different. It's much more impressive as you go further into the season to kind of see what your team is. Uh huh. You want to be impressive, you're going to have some matchups in the NFC West that you should be paying just as much attention to, if not more attention to, like as an example. I won't even talk about week four against Arizona Mm -hmm. at at SoFi. How about week five on the road against Seattle? Thursday Night Football. There's going to be other games on that schedule. Don't get me wrong. Go ahead. Because what does it mean? You go ahead, you beat Tampa in week you, three, I, I and will, then you lose game five. I will or tell you, you lose exactly. Week five. First of all, they're not. nobody's going to go 17. and They're going to lose a handful of, of games they along are. the way. Yep. But what's, what's so different about what you just described from last year and this year mm-hmm. and why I'm so excited about this team, and it's obvious. You should be this, excited. They're, they're, nobody's, nobody's saying you shouldn't be excited. They're just saying don't crown somebody after a week three win. No, when you look, they're the defending Super Bowl champs mm-hmm. that look good. Last year, Tampa, when the Rams played Tampa last year, two different things were going on. Number one, Tampa was still trying to figure out exactly what they were, right? Tom Brady and Bruce Arians and all of the pieces in that Tampa thing weren't set yet, right? They were still a work in progress. Now they won the Super Bowl. They got to where they needed to be. They're where they need to be right now. I'm not saying that they're not going to get better over the course of the year. They will. But this that this team, the Tampa team I'm talking about, 22 starters back for all of them. They brought back their entire team. This was the best team in the NFL. It's the ultimate measuring stick. They're playing good football. They look like they're the favorites in the NFC. Last year when they played that team, the Rams won and looked pretty good doing it, but there wasn't a single moment in last year's season where it felt like this was the team to beat because of number 16, because of the quarterback. You knew that that guy had the ability to poison the entire well at any point. And then it wasn't too long after that where all of a sudden you go to Miami and he does what he does, and that's when you realized this team is is limited in what they can do. He's going to blow it, and he did, right? He put them in positions that stopped working. If Matt Stafford can beat that defense, if Matt Stafford continues to look like he looked in that first game, there's there's what there's no missing piece. Last year the missing piece was the quarterback, which is insurmountable. You know Not funny? anymore. You know what's funny? I, I think no matter what the Rams this is gonna be my mindset. No matter what they accomplish in the regular season, um, you know, there's certainly gonna be times where you say, Damn, this team looks good. Wow, they took Tampa out in week three. Damn, they went on the road and took care of business against Seattle, San Francisco, just hypotheticals, mm-hmm. right? All of that can very well happen and you should feel the way that you feel because that's how significant the difference is between Matthew Stafford and and Jared Goff but at the same time really ultimately at the end of the day they'll only be judged on what they do in the postseason I I think it's kind of ludicrous to get that excited during the regular season look you're you're half right which means you're half wrong you're here the half right is you're only going to be judged by what you do in the postseason you're right about that mm-hmm. but it's not ludicrous to get excited because you're going to have let, let's i'm going to turn this on you the lakers beat the milwaukee Bucks. giants took two or three from the dodgers baseball's Should, different 
baseball's different. But I'm what, here's here's what I'm saying. Giants took two or three from the Giants. I get to finish what I was going to say. Like, uh, just look, look, look. Giants take two or three from the from because you were going to drink. Me, you were going to give me a Laker example. You were going to give me a Laker example. Let uh-huh. me give you a baseball example. Okay, but I didn't Giants get to finish just my Laker took example. two or three from the Dodgers. They believe they can beat the Dodgers, but ultimately the favorite's still going to be the Dodgers. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. But what I'm talking about is there are measuring stick games. There are times when, whether it's Brooklyn, whether it's Milwaukee, whether in the Western Conference, maybe it's the Clippers. Yeah, there are going to be teams where, hey, look, this is not Sacramento. This is not the San Antonio Spurs. Sure, these, these sure. are these are teams that are going to be in the mix that you're going to have to beat them. Tampa is one of those teams they're going to have to beat. You're going to get a good sense of where they are in this situation, and it just happens to come in week three. Yep. Would it mean more if it came in week sixteen? Sure, but it's not going to. It's this. The, the schedule is what it is. They're going to play arguably the team that is most likely going to be their competition when it comes to going to the Super Bowl, it just happens to be in week three. And if that looks right, if this continues to build on what we've seen in week one, I don't know how you can't get excited for it. I don't know how you look at the rest of the NFC. Look at what Aaron Rodgers looked. And I get that he's not going to throw multiple interceptions and get clocked by New Orleans. But you look at what else is out there. New Orleans doesn't scare me. Carolina, Tampa's the team in that division that scares you. You look at the NFC North, Green Bay looks bad but we'll see yeah rest yeah, of the teams in the, there's off not awful. a ton of stuff out there that makes you go Uh-oh. but this is the beauty this is the beauty of having 17 games right that's going to be a fantastic test where i do feel yeah you're going to get let me play it the other way let's say they played tampa week three of the season a couple of weeks from now at sofi stadium and they lost 28 24 mm-hmm. do you think that much different about the rams Depend- yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's not going to make me think that the season's over. But that that's the point I'm trying to make, and it also shouldn't make you feel like this is the team to beat, no question about it. You know, see what I'm saying? That even if they lost that game by three, 27-24, you're not going to think that, okay, if, all if, is lost. Well, if they lose in your scenario, you lose by three, 27-24, then that, that's a field goal, that's a possession, it could go either way. Now, if they lost 31-10... to yeah, what if feel, they won 27-24? Feel pretty good about it, but it's the same kind of deal. Maybe you're not feeling like if you won 31 to 10. Look, it depends what it looks like to yeah. a certain degree, yeah. but I'm telling you, there the, the Seattle game that you mentioned is is a big Fantastic. deal. Fantastic. At San, San Francisco you're going to have San, anywhere in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is the Rams kryptonite. They've really struggled with them. That's week but, 10. Yeah, there there's a couple of games along the way. This one just happens to be very early in the season. It's the defending champ. It's Tom Brady. They're not rusty. They're not a work in progress. Can't wait for it. They're they're a finished product at this point. Yeah. It, it really put it to you this way. I'm going to go back. I'm going to finish what I started a minute ago. If the Lakers play Brooklyn and Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant are all healthy yeah. and playing well, coming mm-hmm. into the game and mm-hmm. it looks good. You know they got a good record and they're scoring a bunch of points and the pieces fit together really well. And the Lakers beat them. You're not going to feel a certain way about that? It's going to make you feel a certain way, but if it's in November, by the time you get to March and April, I mean, it's going to be so far in the rearview mirror. I agree with you. Like I, I, there's, a, there's a concept. It's a momentum builder. It's, oh, my gosh, this is the Super Bowl champion, and we, we handled them by 10 at SoFi Stadium. It's going to make you feel a certain way. 
but you got such a long path to go that I think it's going to lose some of its luster. All right, Emily and Funches, I need you to do this. Write it down that on September 15th, Alan Sliwa jumped off the Rams bandwagon. That when I was whipping everybody into a frenzy, when I was making sure I'm taking tickets on who yeah. wants to get on this yeah. with me, that you were just standing Make sure like, you no. write down the date. <laughs> yes. September Today's 15th. The Today's the day where you decided that the Rams are not going to be good enough to go to the Super Bowl. That's what I heard. It's the equivalent of me on October 29th saying that, yep, nope, Lakers just did it. Okay. They handled business. If they go out on what was the date, October 29th? I just threw out it. Okay. I, I, I October didn't know the 29th, yeah. and they look like, you know what, against one of those teams, you could say that. That's fine. For that moment. Yeah. And then by the time week four comes, or if you lost week five at Seattle, then it changes everything. <laughs> you know what's crazy? But, but, but can, I, can I just say, those are the yeah. games I'm most looking forward to. Those NFC West matchups. Uh, I, Arizona doesn't interest me. I, I I don't buy that. I mean, I know Colin Murray's pretty good. Arizona, Sean McVay has literally never lost Arizona. I was going to say they've dominated yeah. against them, but it's still kind of a young... It, it, it's a division game, so it matters yeah. in, in the sense that it matters. But San Francisco. San Francisco are the two. Mm-hmm. See, see, the Rams played really well against Seattle. Yeah, they do. The, the Rams played really won some well against Seattle. On the road, on the road mm-hmm. in particular, yeah. I, I That's the part. The San Francisco two are the other two games on their whole schedule that make you go... Those are the ones that are going to be really good measuring stick. How good are they? Mm. Because when they would play San Francisco, more often than not, it was they couldn't stop George Kittle. We'll see what they can do with Jalen Ramsey now. And the second part was they couldn't get out of their own way with their quarterback. That Jared Goff was particularly terrible against the San Francisco 49ers, and hopefully that piece. Now you go smashing a couple of these NFC West teams. It's a different conversation. Yeah, <laughs> it absolutely is a different deal. All right, we got fantasy football coming up this weekend. Now we've got fantasy football. We've got our stat hero fantasy football preview of the day. I, do you, I'm not going to share my lineup with you because I want to win again. Okay, and I'm on a hot streak, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good about it. So this is the one thing I'll say, for me. Uh, one of the great things about, and I, I know you and I have done this for a fantasy perspective, you kind of start watching all these games only caring about funny, who you're actually. I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding when I tell you on Monday, on Monday I was sitting there watching Lamar Jackson and all I cared about, <laughs> this is when Carr had the ball and Raiders were driving, just need a pick six. That's kind of what some of this stuff is. So I, I'm, I'm going to spend some time obviously watching what we saw in the first week and, and apply that to what we got coming up. <laughs> So you're so right. You know what? I'm watching the Dodger game last. I played last night mm-hmm. a baseball matchup right yeah. on Stat Hero, and Kettle Marte comes up for the Diamondbacks. Who, because I picked late, I only had a couple of games to pick from, and he's playing against the Dodgers. So I'm like, this is I don't love this because yeah. I have to pick somebody that's going. When he hit that, the Dodgers had a big lead. He hits yeah. that home run. I'm like, perfect. That's it. Way to go, Marte. Three run turned a six one lead into a six four lead. I'm like. I don't know about this, but when he hit that home run, I'm like, oh, there's 22 points. I'll take that. Thank you very much. Yeah, that that's how we all consume our fantasy. And, you know, you're, uh, you're, you don't pick emotion over uh, – you don't let the emotion of the game can get I in the way. You, can I tell you the truth? Yeah. I kind of do. I pick Rams and Dodgers. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of how I do it. It's that's working for me. Yeah, it's good picks. Thankfully, they're good. Stat Hero, the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of the Travis and Sleeva show. Stat Hero is the first – Ever daily fantasy sports, but that gives a player the advantage. Go to sathero.com slash 710ESPN for 300% back on your first play. All right, so I have the question for you. Okay. The important double cheeseburger question of the day. It's All coming right. up next. You want to you present the question and we have some time to think about no, it? No, I don't, I I don't want you to have time to think about it. Okay. If I tell everyone else, you're going to hear it. I want you to stick around. I want you to be 
spur of the moment, give me the answer at the time. That's coming up next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Does the thought of selling your motorcycle, ATV, or vehicle already make you exhausted? There's no need to keep putting it off because RumbleOn.com makes selling easy. You'll have a cash offer in minutes and a free pickup. Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, trade in or sell, RumbleOn will pay cash no matter what the make or model. Visit RumbleOn.com today and enter the promo code RADIO to get a $300 increase on your cash offer. Fast bikes, faster cash. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I am right here every day starting at 9.55. Me and Slee got you all the way up till Mason and Ireland at 1 o'clock. So that's where we are, Al. Three hours every day. You should start with us at 9.55. Listen to all three hours. Every possible local topic that you're looking for, we're going to hit it. Yes, Indeed. Like, this is both national and local. You know, I was thinking about this. Today is National Double Cheeseburger Day. Yeah. Important that double is in there yeah. because that's different. Mm-hmm. It's better. Mm-hmm. More meat, more cheese. These are these are good things. And I was it thinking de- but, but I, I still I'm I'm genuinely confused on it has its day. So there's <laughs> like is there a hamburger day, there's a cheeseburger day, and there's a double cheeseburger day? I, is it, do you know that or I, no? I don't know that. I would assume if we're if we're getting specific in double How do they cheeseburger. Choose the days? I, whichever the double cheeseburger lobby pays for, that's what they get. Okay. <laughs> All right. If you got one double cheeseburger to get for the today is a lot. Double cheeseburgers disappear tomorrow. You can never have another one. Where are you going to go? We're all going in and out, right? That's the that's the spot. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's an easy answer for yeah, a lot of people. I think so too. So there's some other good places. There's, there's a some bunch other, of good places. You know, one left, mm-hmm. one left, in and out. That's probably the spot. more than happy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah. You're not going to be disappointed. No. So here's a here's a question, and this is I want everybody to weigh in on this on the Dr Pepper Twitter feed at Travis Rogers at Alan Sliwa, the Dr Pepper call in line as well eight seven 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 ten ESPN. You get your double cheeseburger. Okay. It's got two hot patties. Mm-hmm. It's got the cheese. It's melting. It's yep. kind, of, kind of running down the sides. Just Why are you bit. looking at me like that? Just Relax. <laughs> just, just, you're just describing your burger. Relax. Right. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's why this is so important. Okay, let me start over. Put some Sade in the background. <laughs> you get, get some Sade. Wait, don't don't start yet. Get some Sade. Show some respect no, here. Hold on. It's, you hear it in the back. It's yeah. sizzling, right? Mm-hmm. They put it on the bun. The bun is perfectly toasted. Yeah. Put the meat on. It's hot. You can see the steam coming off. The cheese is placed on it, so you got the corners and all the different sides. It's running down. Just it's not melty. It's like it's not like queso, but it's it's cheese. It's just soft and wonderful, salty. They put the top of the bun on, right? It's it's just the meat. Put your shirt on, bro. Why are you sweating? Just the cheese and the bun. <laughs> and the guy says to you, "Hey, Slee." You only get one thing to put on this burger. Yeah. You can only pick one. It can be whatever yep. you want. Yep. It can be a condiment. It can be a topping. Whatever yeah. you want. You got one thing for your double cheeseburger. What are you putting on? I'm swinging at him. I'm saying, you don't tell me how <laughs> the hell it. I create my burger. It's the last double cheeseburger on earth, and we've got one helping of one thing. What do you want? Do you think Sade's ever been in the background of in, somebody describing the way you're describing your description of putting together a double cheeseburger? In my dreams every night, Yes. All right, I get one one thing. 
That's not easy. It's not. No, that's not easy it's at not. all. It's a it's a hard now, question. Now you're starting to take things out. And all right, if I if I go one, you want me to tell you the two that I'm down yeah, to? No, no, take me Alan. Okay, let me take, let me take, take you through it. Take me through it. First of all, you know Talk slower. Not having a look at me in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> not having a not having a sauce a part of this is that's hurting me. Sure. That's breaking it, me it up. It could be the sauce. But the sauce is not making it in. And that's that's very difficult for me because the sauce is a, a very, very important part of this. Sauce is not gonna make the cut. Ooh. Sauce is not gonna make you the cut. You have my attention. Okay. okay. What also is not going to make the cut, unfortunately, is, look, I, I love lettuce and tomatoes. I want all that stuff in there. They're all gone. Yeah, for, for, for sure. Okay, onion. That's not making the cut either, and that's a tough one. I love an onion inside of my burger. This is what it's coming down to. I got I got it coming down to two here, and I'm going to give one the edge over the other. Okay. And this is not going to be, I don't, I don't think, a normal take. Give me here. the one that's off the board first. Jalapeno. Interesting. That one's coming That's off the board. Decidedly the wrong answer, but go ahead. I like some spice. Sure, I get that. To my burger, maybe we got pepper jack cheese instead of American or cheddar. So then I'm just going with I got to throw some pickles in there. Pickles is going to be my answer. You know, you surprise me every once in a while. You you really truly do with some because really pickles is going to give you no, pick, it's hey. going to give you a little bit of a little crunch, a little kind of juice, I guess you can say tang. Little bit of tang, yeah. And I'm already not getting any sauces. It's, I don't, unfortunately, I have no spice to this burger. Wh- what's missing in the burger, which you just described without pickles, is that little bit of sour. Just a little bit of that sour pickle, that dill pickle. That kind of because there's creamy, there's hot, there's yeah. fatty, there's salty, there's Bone all those pickle. things. You need a little bit of sour in there to kind of round it out, right? Yeah. And the p- a pickle, by the way, number two choice for me. It was the it was the last one that got eliminated before I went. You're right. Throw the veggies out the window. I can yeah. get that on a salad some other day where I get my lettuce and tomato and all yeah, that but those stuff. are nice to they're, have they're on there they're sure. just not your if i get everything i'm gonna do it yeah the chilies in your jalapeno it's a really good answer because when you go to in and out for me double double animal style with the chopped chilies how great them, are those right? they're, they're great they're fantastic you also like almost kit. had the right answer the correct answer for for a similar reason to what you were talking about with that pickle why how come i didn't get the music when you don't care when i was going through I mine did. I was going through mine. We're having a nice conversation. All of a sudden, Sade started. You guys turned it down. I mean, Sade comes back on when Travis gets to talk. I, I just think of Sade whenever Travis speaks. I'm Thank sorry, you. man. Thank you, Funch. I right, got. You had it on your list, and near the top, you almost had it right. Onion. Yeah, yeah. It, Onion's it, a great pick for, too for that pick because if you get the right onion, and let mm-hmm. me explain. Onion's got a little bit of that tang that In we're and talking out about. does it the right way, too. Just freaking a huge pile nice of thick onion. Thick slice. Yeah. You get a little of that tang. You get a little bit of that sour, but sweet, too. Like, if you get the right onion, it's got mm-hmm. a little bit of a sweet note to it. Maybe we're going caramelized onions that are very sweet. That's all. You can get those at In and Out, too. You can get the grilled onions as well. I think I'm going onion in there. That seems to be. you. The, that you got it as close as you did to being right. I'm I'm impressed with you. Every once in a while, you really surprised me. You know, in the beginning, I I would kind of take a step back and say, you know, I'm I'm very very happy. Travis is happy with my answer. At this stage, I'm actually upset when you start <laughs> saying that I got it right. Like, I no, I don't want to get it right. I want to just have my answer and call it a day. Emily, what do you got? I think you guys both missed the most important thing that you're going to add to this uh, bacon. 
you have to add bacon to your double cheeseburger. Well, it's got to be needed. That's wrong. I'm okay without bacon either. Yeah, oh me too. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. and it's, it's like we already got, fine. it's a double cheeseburger. We already got, how many more but slaps like of a, meat do we need? I feel like a double bacon That's cheeseburger exactly right. is, is automatic. It's automatic. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yes! I don't need any yes. I just don't need Charles, any more. I, think you would, I thought you would side with me because you sided with me for the Fallon. Well, I'm with you on the Fallon. No, but he's, he's got a doctor's he's, appointment coming he's, up, so he's throwing no, onion no, instead of, no, instead of no. bacon. You're right. The reason is because I've already got my my salty, savory Plenty. meats. It's all there. I've got it covered. Emily, don't get me wrong. If you want to throw it on there, if you get multiple things, sure. But one additional thing, no. Funches? What are we putting on the Funches burger? Well, I think I have to go with Emily. I, I think I need really? bacon. Yeah, I need bacon. Boy, two Anything people. with bacon. People that are right in this room, two. People that are wrong in this By room, By the way, what's kind two. of funny is that they both went bacon and, and you didn't. Yeah. Well, I've already I got my meat. I thought you go extra meat. I've already got my meat. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial, auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive. All right, listen, we we can sit here and, and talk all day about Clay Helton and what USC should do. We could talk about the Dodgers and nine years of rolling the playoffs, but we got a no. much more important topic right now. <laughs> Far more important. Let's go to Gardena and Manuel. Manuel, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, buddy? Travis, Lee, Fun, Chamily, hey, man, you guys are completely wrong on this. Holy smoke. I can't believe you two. You have to go bacon or... If bacon is not available, you go chili. Like they were saying, you're in double cheeseburger land, bro. It, uh, who cares? If you want all that garnish, that freaking uh, lettuce and pickles and onions, get a single burger. We're going big or we're going home, no, damn it. Okay, Manuel, I like your passion. Yeah, I, Ma I Manuel, every time he's called in, I don't know if I've ever heard that much passion. Like <laughs> no, I, I feel like it. he pulled off on the side of the road, cursing at his phone. It's almost lunchtime. People are. This is a, this is an important topic as we get closer to lunch. What you're putting on this thing, but I feel bacon, strongly bacon's not on my top no, twenty. It, it's, I already it's, have it's enough in my meat. Top 20 I for already sure. have enough meat. I don't it, need any more. It's meat. in my top twenty. It's like for saying sure, throw some pastrami on there. Well, that's good too. That, okay, wait. Is that that's your one pick you're going to no, throw? No, of course no, not. No, you're of, not. Of, of course not. It's not the one pick, but it's a good pick. Chili is an interesting addition because it's like you get two meals in one. That's a good play. Let's go try another one here, Glendale and David. David, what do you got on that burger? Hey, I do the animal style with the raw onions added. All right, so he he's going he's he's taking kind of what, but what? that's good. But see, here's the problem, and 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 David I think knows this. But if we're getting technical with animal style, you've already added three other things. Now you've got the mustard and the pickles and the onions. So that's three. You only get one. Yeah, you can't do all of these he's animal style and the and, and the spread. It's too much stuff. He's disqualified. It's not too much stuff, but that's not the game. The game is you get one thing along the way. All right, Carmelo Anthony spoke yesterday with um, Stephen A. Stephen A. Yeah. Absolutely. And he said something out that I absolutely – it honestly almost turned me around on Russell Westbrook. I liked it that much. Played for you next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. 
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, we got a lot going on right now, Al. Yeah. First of all, Chris, it might throw me because I'm close to where I need to be. One cheeseburger, double cheeseburger in particular, could send me in the wrong direction. Power through it, bro. Uh, we'll see. I, I may, I'll, I'll make good after the exam. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Michael Thompson is in. He has an answer to the question that I asked. He just texted me with an answer What's to his burger topic. Yep. It's a good one. It is a, it's a classic. It's not terribly Simple. creative, but it's a good answer. Ketchup. Can't go wrong. No. That, that, that's, that's why fun. I said the sauces. This is a tough yeah. one for me because, you know, I like having ketchup on I my I can't burger. take that because he, he puts ketchup on everything. Well, so it's, but look. If, but okay. that's the right thing to put ketchup on. Stop, stop, stop. Are, we, are you kidding me that you guys are saying you need ketchup on a hamburger and you won't put it on a hot dog? No. Michael Thompson is telling you that. Well, I, I would was, put, but you agreed I would with put it. ketchup on a hot dog. It was fine. I would put no. ketchup on a hot dog. No. Be, be my guest. Are you six? Because that's what six-year-olds get. It's like saying, I will get know, chicken nuggets. I, I, what's your favorite drink? I'll take a chocolate milk. <laughs> Give me that chocolate milk. Uh, sir, this is I, a good By the way, I, I, I definitely think you're on the minority when no. it comes to ketchup <laughs> on a hot dog. Go go on. Trust me, I'm not. This is one where I'm comfortable being right and you being wrong. No, I think we you, did you, put a poll out. I yeah. think, didn't somebody put a poll and it wasn't you? Was, was it taken in Canada where they have ketchup-flavored potato chips? Because that, that's something that they do there, too. I think even if you see the poll, right, you, won't, you won't accept Carmel it. Anthony. <laughs> no, I'm over this. We're not. We're not. We're not going to do that. As someone who's eaten thousands of double doubles, not an exaggeration. The only right answer is grilled onions if you can only have one. That's from Spin Rate. Okay, that that might be the right answer. This is a good one too. Where somebody, I, I think they're making fun of me, but I'm not sure. It says, "Hey, this is from Jason Levine." Jason writes, hey, Chef Travis, the sour on the burgers is actually acid from the vinegar, and it's used to cut through otherwise rich, creamy flavors. Vinegar from pickles, raw onions, hot peppers, all acid sources. So we're all given the same answer. Just slightly different flavor yeah. profiles, but the same answer. And this guy said it much better than you and People I People are throwing a lot of different burger joints here in L.A. They're yeah. trying to give some There's love so to. There's so many good yeah. answers. There's so many good answers. Apple Pan is an institution. Funch, which is the one you mentioned in Culver Father's City? Office. Father's yeah, Father's Office. Culver City. Have you been there, Al? Yeah. yeah. I've been there I need before. to try that. I, I don't know how that one slipped through the cracks for me. But, yeah, that's that's what that needs to be. Um, if <laughs> Thank goodness nobody said ket- or, uh, avocado. That's from Dean. That's okay. That's one of those things that if you never get to eat an avocado on a hamburger ever again, that's fine. I like avocados. They don't have to be on a burger. It's not bad. I'll I'll take. I'll put avocado on there. But again, it's not. If you're picking one condiment, it's not going to be that. Jalapenos, pickles, onions. I think we're getting very close to the center of the bullseye. All right. Yesterday, Carmelo Anthony, one of the newer members of the Lakers, was on first take with Stephen A. Smith, and he said something out that I absolutely love. Take a listen to this. If I was just to walk away from the game before. Then I'd I'd have been at peace with that. I'd have been cool with that, knowing that you know I I I tried to win a championship. It just don't work out for everybody. But now that perspective is totally different. Now I have to win. There there's no if ands or buts about that. I love it. I love it because Carmelo Anthony 
is one of the players in this league that almost everybody respects. And I'm talking about other players. I'm talking about young players, old players, and everything in between. People really respect Carmelo Anthony. If he's coming to this team that before, hey, look, I played, was I think, 17 years in this league. I've been here a long time. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out. It doesn't work out for everybody. And I'd kind of come to peace with that, but not anymore. Now that I'm here, now that I'm in this situation with this group of guys, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I have to win. That fills me with a great deal of comfort and confidence because that's going to permeate that entire team. That attitude will affect every other person in that room. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's realistic, right? So I think a lot of times people will say certain things because they're supposed to say it. Let me give you a good example. There's a lot of criticism that's come at Russell Westbrook over the years. Mm -hmm. And part of that criticism is, well, I mean, he can't win. I mean, he can't win without Kevin Durant. Okay, what do you mean he can't win without Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant is not some uh, you know, fringe all-star. He's not C.J. McCollum. This is one of the best players to ever play the game. And the moment he left, he went to the Golden State Warriors. It was a wrap for Russell Westbrook. So when I hear Carmelo Anthony say, um, there, there's no excuses this upcoming season, I have to win. Because Trav, he's never been in a better predicament where he has a chance to win. When he was in Portland, they have a chance to win in Portland? Not really. Of course not. Yeah, they just didn't. You're not going to beat. You're not going to beat a, a, the Golden State Warriors in a seven game set. You're not going to beat the Lakers. You just kind of go down the list. I, I take what Carmelo says as somebody that obviously understands he's in a fantastic spot. But I, I think a veteran like that making a comment like that—that's what I think you like. You yeah, like the fact that, that it's coming from Carmelo. Specifically, yeah. because look, here, here's another word that I'm going to throw in here that I that I love about this evolution. Carmelo Anthony's evolution as an NBA player, I think, has reached the point that you want to hear the most as a Laker fan. Carmelo Anthony, for a long time, was an MVP caliber player, right? One of the best players, lead the league in scoring type of player. He, he was the guy, best player on the Nuggets, best player on the Knicks, best player in the conference or the mm -hmm. division. He, he was one of those guys, a multiple-time All-Star, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. He was that guy. And then he had to transition into a second phase of his career which he struggled with he's talked about this i struggled with it in okc i struggled with it in houston he was out of the league yeah. for almost an entire year because yeah. he really couldn't wrap his hands around what it meant to go from i'm a mega star in this league to i'm a role player. i'm a role player right mm -hmm. he embraced it in portland he he did embrace it in portland to the point where the lakers see that and say you know what it can be here and that now he's gotten to the point of hey man i just want to win that point of view that evolution needs to rub off on uh, on Russell Westbrook because while Russell Westbrook is a fantastic player right Russell Westbrook's no he's going straight to the Hall of Fame mm -hmm. he's a great player that evolution really hasn't taken place in his career and maybe it hasn't had to yet because his skills are still at a certain level where he can be the best player on his team but that's not what the Lakers need on this team what the Lakers need on this team is somebody to understand their role to understand that being a part of this is the most important part, not being the part of this. And if Carmelo's attitude can rub off on Russ even a little bit, I think that's wonderfully positive. I, you know, I, maybe this is me just being, you know, I've, obviously I've expressed it from the beginning that I'm excited about this this trade. I'm excited what Russell Westbrook's going to do for the Lakers. But I don't, Trav, I, I don't know why it wouldn't. I mean, if you're Russ at this stage of your career, since Kevin Durant left the Oklahoma City Thunder, He's tried winning with Paul George. It's not realistic. 
He's tried winning with James Harden. It's not realistic in the Western Conference, just not. He's tried winning with um, who's the other? Am I missing another team here? Russell Westbrook James Harden. or uh, with James Harden in Houston, and you know, obviously in Oklahoma City Thunder with Paul George. It's not oh, and Bradley Beal in Washington. Okay, it's not realistic. Everywhere he's been, it's not realistic to actually win. He's the third best player on the Lakers. Yeah, he has. As good of a chance to win a championship at any point of his career, yep. Oklahoma City's fault. They traded James Harden, blah, blah, blah. That was early on in his career. You know who, by the way, is on the other side of the country that is sitting in a position that has greater odds or as good of odds as the Lakers to win a championship? Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets. I think he would be – it would be a shock to me if he does not accept a specific role with the Lakers, and I think he will. So I hope your – scenario is the right one but i, 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 I really think it's do. the only scenario but here, here's the difference how we, can russ come here and think that well, okay so mm-hmm. you, you you're almost there you're almost there it was exactly what i was thinking as you were talking do you think it's too obvious n- not not talking about right now mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to that in a second do you think that at any point in his nba career that russell westbrook didn't think he was the best player on his team at any point at any point oh of course you do yeah when in oklahoma then <laughs> i mean I, I, Kevin, I, just, Kevin, I don't Kevin, buy Durant, it. Kevin Durant, baddest player on earth. It's not. It wasn't. It wasn't his fault. I agree that Durant's a better player. I think Russell you think Westbrook. Russell Westbrook thinks Kevin Durant's a better basketball player than him. Yeah, I think he's smart I, enough. I have when never gotten that vibe from that guy. When he, I think he was smart enough when he was in Oklahoma City, and those two were there together. That he knew at the it, end of the it's, day, it's not an intellect thing. It's not. It's not an, a smart thing. It's an attitude thing. Which, by the way, ninety nine times out of hundred serves him well. Which is I'm the baddest guy in of this. Of course. Room. Which is what makes. I, I think that's very helpful to him. Yes, yes. I, I do too. Yeah. But it's also the one percent of the time it's not helpful is when it's alienating the other guy in the room that actually is better than you. That Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. I'm not saying they're mortal enemies for the end of time, but I think Kevin Durant was probably like, guys, I am the best player on this team. It's pretty damn obvious. We need this. This needs to go through me, and it doesn't. I don't think feel anybody like it's going to. That. And so you know what? I'm going to go try something over here. Clay got it. Steph Curry got it. Those guys are pretty darn good players too. But they were already established too with championships. I, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But they were really, okay. Let's run this through Katie and see mm-hmm. how this goes. That Russ. Because he's wired the way that he is, I, I hope that he realizes now, I'm not. Anthony Davis is the best player on this team. LeBron James is the best player on this team. Those guys are better NBA players than he is at this point. Just accept that the way that Carmelo is understood. Fill your role. Is this the example of, do you think Kobe ever thought during his time with Shaquille O'Neal that Shaq was the best player on the team? I don't think Kobe Bryant has is ever stepped foot on him. Yes. Is that the comp yes. example that you're trying the, to give? And the same thing. That it it works to his, to his advantage. It worked right. to his advantage, but... When he first came to the NBA, he wasn't the best player on that leg. Shaq mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. He didn't think so. <laughs> you know, Shaq, Kobe, Kobe, what made Kobe Kobe is that he's never stepped foot on a court in his life and I thought th- there was think, another better player. I think at this stage of your career, when you've been in the league for 12 seasons plus, whatever the case is, Trav, I think there are times where your career you understand, if I'm going to go get that championship, I got to kind of understand my pecking order, and I think he will. There is a movie theater etiquette question that is burning a hole in my brain. It's coming up in a little bit. Plus, fact or cap is next. It is Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Emily, fact or cap? (laughs) Very quickly, Emily, before we go, this is from uh, Miles and Whittier. He says, with the fact or cap segment, has Trav been using cap around his kids and they no longer consider it cool? 
The answer, yes. It, this is how you do it, Al. Yeah. The second they start saying something really dumb that bothers you, just start using it back and it goes away forever. There you go. There's your parenting tip for the it's day. Accurate. It's accurate. It's a good, it's good strategy. Uh, so my first one comes That's because <laughs> my, my driving habits has very much changed since I moved here to Los Angeles. You don't say. <laughs> so my, my statement is driving the speed limit in the left lane should be illegal. Travis, is this factor cap? Fact. Jail for anybody that goes the speed limit in the far left lane. You go a little bit faster than the speed of traffic in the far left lane. Yeah. If somebody is trying to get around you, you're not going fast enough. That's it, It's as simple as that. The left lane is for traveling fast. Yeah. You're not getting off the freeway anytime soon. You need What's the speed limit? 65 most places, right? If you're not doing at least 75 plus and anybody's behind you, move over that is as factual as it's ever been yeah definitely cap cap on that one you got a problem with the way i'm driving in the left hand the fast lane move over go around me there's nowhere to go, go i around got a me. median to my left i can't figure it out because <laughs> last i checked i'm going 65 speed limit says 65 i got my hands on the 10 and the 2 so listening all- to some soft jazz and i'm driving through la traffic and the fact that i even got to 65 in la is an accomplishment <laughs> itself <laughs> now that's i true. don't need to go any faster that's true boiled chicken jimmy fallon and 65 miles an hour <laughs> i'm starting to get the picture okay next usc will make the college football playoff in in five years in the next five years in the next five years allen is his factor cap USC gets to the college football championship in the next nope, playoff. playoff. Just the or playoff. The college football playoff yeah. in the next five years. You know, I'm going to go fact on this. I'm going to be optimistic on this. And it has more to do with the fact that the playoffs will expand. Bingo. So they're going to go to eight teams. Uh, might, they might even go more than that. So whatever it is, eight or 12 or whatever the case is, that's going to obviously play a big advantage. And let's give at USC a little bit, let's give them the benefit. It is such a great coaching job. If the right resources are there, and it sounds like very early on, uh, USC understands they're in a very pressure situation. You got to turn this program around. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. It's fact for all the reasons that you just mentioned, mostly because the field is going to expand. But I want to go one step further. Anybody nope, remember? We don't who have the time. Head, anybody remember who the head coach was before Pete Carroll? Of course not. Okay, because the program was dead. It was it was moribund. It was stale. It was dated. It just wasn't what it needed to be, right? Yeah. And then they got rid of Paul Hackett mm-hmm. and brought in Pete Carroll, and it took him about one season to get it Are you high-beaming if you're in the fast lane and the guy's not moving over? No, but I am tailgating. I'm not going to high-beam you, but I'm going to tailgate. Yeah, Don't no, tailgate. I'm, I'm going to make you uncomfortable enough that you're going to move over. The, the, answer, the reason it's a fact is that – this can turn as fast as any pro. When Alabama got it right with Nick Saban, turned on a dime. When Clemson got it right with Dabo Swinney, it turned on a dime. If you get the right guy in one of those jobs, it one turns of those really fast. Yeah. SC is one of those programs. That's a fact. All right. This comes from personal experience from yesterday. Mm-hmm. I went Uh-oh. to the dentist. I you know, found out that I have to have some uh, mouth surgery. That's wonderful, but... You don't need to talk to your dental hygienist. Travis, is this factor cap? Well, it's kind of a it, it, it yeah. it's a fact, although I you don't have to talk to anybody. The, these transactions where you're providing a service and I'm providing money, we don't have to be best friends. 
scrape the gunk off my teeth, put that disgusting red polish that makes me want to gag, right? And, oh, and go from the there. Now, I like my dental hygienist. What's up, Tracy? She's great. I really like her, so I talk to her. That's the no. worst. That's the worst sound you can possibly you, have. Just lay down in the chair, open your mouth, let him go to work. We were doing Sade an hour ago. Now we're doing pay, this. Pay your bill and walk out. You don't have to talk to the hygienist. I'm trying to come up with a good comp here. It's like I'm going in for shoulder surgery, and at the same time, I'm trying to throw the football around. Like, it doesn't make <laughs> any sense at That's all perfect. why you want to have a conversation with me when you're working on my mouth. <laughs> Literally working on my mouth. No, don't ask me what my occupation is. <laughs> don't ask me the last time. Great I, weather we're having. Isn't get it? all this in before Your I- ask you about the Lakers? Before I sit on the- Now, if they're going to ask me the Lakers, I'm pulling the chair back up. We're going to have a sit down. We're going to have some tea. We're going to have a, a, a normal conversation, okay? <laughs> but in this scenario, the last thing I want to do, and maybe maybe this is tough from a dentist perspective. Where like, I got to do this all day, and I can't talk to anybody because I'm working on their mouth. Maybe they just want to talk to somebody. But if there's ever an inappropriate time to chat with somebody is when you're working- on that filling or you're taking out my wisdom teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Look, I, you're right about that. You, you're absolutely right about that. Can I have a weird confession time? Yeah. I love going to the dentist. I really, I take good care of my teeth. So I have healthy teeth. I don't get cavities, all those kind of things, right? Have you had cavities? Not since I was a kid. I, I really, I bet you I haven't had a cavity in 30 years. Have you had to get your wisdom teeth taken out? I had that done. How long ago? 10, 15 years ago. And it was no problem? One day of being a little uncomfortable, and then I was fine. I love the feeling of walking out of the dentist all clean and crisp. One of my favorite things in the world. Yeah, I can't do the dentist. <laughs> yeah, so yesterday at the dentist, it. I had a child getting their teeth extracted well, next to me. And, you know, that's just not what I want to listen to for a <laughs> that's while. That's not a great one. All right, next thing. Uh, LeBron will not retire before he passes Kareem on the all-time scorers list. Alan, is this factor cap? Trav, we were doing this on Friday. Remember, we were we were praising Tom Brady and everything he's accomplished at age 44. LeBron's going to be 37 in December. I don't know about you, but it doesn't feel like the final two years left on LeBron's contract will be the final two years that LeBron plays in the NBA. So I, I, I'm going to go fact that LeBron will be around long enough to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and this, listen, he might have the ability to do this not because every single night he's playing 35 minutes and he needs to drop 30 points a night. It's because he does so many other things that he can prolong his career and still be effective. I, I say it's fact. I think it's a deadlock cinch certainty that he catches Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. It's a fact. that, that I, I've felt this way for the last five years or so because LeBron takes such good care of himself because of what you just said, that there are so many other things that are going to allow him to keep playing that LeBron is not just a one-trick guy who can score a bunch of points. He's a basketball player. He can rebound. He can he can distribute. He can do all of these things. And, oh, by the way, while he's doing all those things, he's going to average 18, 19, 20 points yeah. a game in his sleep. Given, right. G- just automatically. His career scoring average, he could be off of that by like seven or eight points over the next couple of years, and he's still going to catch so Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. about 16, just under 1,600 points away from Carl Malone for mm-hmm. number two. And then he's about 3,000 points away from Kareem. In the back. Unless, yeah. unless something yeah. extraordinary happens, mm-hmm. he's, he's going to go right by him. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your home, auto, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. All right. Clay Helton is out, 
And one of the reasons that he is out is really interesting. Booger McFarland has a theory as to why it did not work out for Helton at USC that I want you to hear, Al. I want everybody to hear this because I think he's real close to the bullseye and very important that the next guy understands this. That's next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.